1: A bipartisan group of lawmakers announced an agreement on surprise billing legislation. This week, lawmakers hold a hearing on proposals for universal coverage. And in this week's Deep Dive, we talked to Dan Weissman, host of an Arm and a Leg podcast about the cost of health care. All that and more coming up on this episode of Just Health Care Daily. It's Monday, December 9th, and I'm Alex Olden with Just Health Care Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. Sunday, three members of Congress said they had come to a bipartisan agreement on legislation to address surprise billing problems. This happens when a patient gets care from an out-of-network doctor at a facility that's in their insurance network. Republican Senator Lamar Alexander of Tennessee, Democratic Representative Frank Pallone of New Jersey, and Republican Representative Greg Walden of Oregon said the plan is to include the deal in the the end-of-the-year spending bill. Not all the details are out yet, but the New York Times reported that the plan is for those out-of-network providers to get paid by the patient's insurance company at the median in-network rate for the area. Now, there are some exceptions where providers can take some larger bills to arbitration, One important name was missing from the press release announcing the compromise, Democratic Senator Patty Murray of Washington. She's the ranking Democrat on the Senate Health Committee. The Times reported that she's still discussing the details with other Democrats. In 2018, national health care spending grew, but slower than economic growth in 2018. The actuaries at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services report said spending grew by 4.6 percent in 2018. Since 1960, the actuaries at CMS have looked at spending on insurance, medical care, out-of-pocket spending, and a whole bunch of other metrics to see how it changes year to year. The report is chock-full of important numbers, but here's just a few that I find particularly interesting. Just between 2017 and 2018, average hospital prices increased 2.4 percent and physician services increased three-quarters of a percent. CMS administrator Seema Verma tweeted that this shows just how much consolidation has lessened competition. The second number is that private insurance spending grew by 6.7 percent per person. And the third statistic is that out-of-pocket costs increase for households. So even though the rate of growth for national health care spending may be slower than previous years, many consumers aren't feeling that. They're feeling the out-of-pocket spending increase. The report also highlighted a troubling trend that we've seen in recent census reports, a growing number of uninsured people. The number increased for the second year in a row, and CMS says now there are 30.7 million people without health insurance. Now it's time for our weekly deep dive. Today, we're talking with Dan Weissman, host of the podcast An Arm and a Leg, which covers stories about the cost of healthcare and how consumers are dealing with it. During the third season of the podcast, Weissman highlights the troubles even informed consumers have figuring out their out-of-pocket expenses, including a recent episode in which he profiles a woman who tries to get a sense for the emergency room facility fee for her son's non-emergency stitches after being sent there by urgent care. But as Weissman explains, the final facility fee was several times what the patient's mother, Sarah, was told by a hospital employee.
0: But the most most interesting part to me was that she, she walked into the ER, reluctantly having been somebody else, she walked in knowing that this was something she had to have her guard up about and asked quite aggressively from the sound of it, like, what's this going to cost me and is there a charge just for walking in?
1: Here's a clip from the episode where the mother, Sarah, is recounting her conversation with the employee at the hospital. And he sympathized. He's like, I know, you know, it's crazy, but no, I don't, I can't give you, I don't know what the cost is. You know, you could tell he knew that this, it was ridiculous. Dan says what he found so perplexing about this story is even an informed patient or patient's family member trying to be diligent and smart about healthcare prices couldn't get the right information.
0: So why didn't the person in the ER know? Not just like, why didn't they know the right answer, but why did they even like, have a wrong answer. Like, what happened there?
1: Weissman said he wasn't out to answer the larger questions behind why facility fees exist and why they vary. This episode was about why employees at the hospital didn't have or couldn't give the patient the pricing information. Weissman spoke to Just Healthcare's Lisa Belomovich, who gave some context as to why that pricing information is so hard to get. The most obvious reason, Weissman says, is the price varies based on your insurance.
0: And there might be reason that they would say, we don't even know if you're going to pay that much. Your insurance might be might mean you never have to even think about how much it is. And that that's a world that people who run hospitals now kind of came up in their professional careers in a world where most consumers that they would encounter didn't have to think about those numbers so much. It's expensive. Like, it's a big effort if you wanted to give people better information. And the state of the art is not a system where even the hospitals that have invested the most would not probably have been able to produce a good answer on the spot.
1: One thing I've noticed about the way that you approach the episodes is you profile people and you, of course, explain sort of uh, their situation and how they figured it out. And how do you balance deciding how much to dig into the why?
0: There are a couple of different kinds of episodes that we do in some ways two or three and one in season two we did a whole series where we were really looking at at like what's the big picture what's the cost like why i got these stories from people who got mris and the price tags are all over the place what's the deal or insulin that's such an iconically expensive and crazily expensive thing what is the story how did it get that way i do sometimes interview people who have taken an issue and gone all the way in I'm thinking especially of Sarah Cliff, um, then from Vox.com, now at the New York Times, who spent a couple of years diving into the question of like, why are emergency room bills so freaking expensive? And so the whole approach there was just like, this person has actually figured this narrow question out. Let's get her to explain it to us. I, I'm very interested in people's individual stories. And each of the crazy things turns out to be systemic Right. Much, much bigger than this one individual story.
1: With the focus on individual patient stories, I asked Weissman what he hoped those making the billing decisions, health system executives and administrators and insurers, would get out of his series.
0: People respond to the incentives that are in front of them. And if I'm running a hospital, I have a set of incentives. And it's and which isn't to say I don't also have compassion and I also want things to work out for the people who might come to my hospital. But um. But I have immediate incentives. And and the reason I think we are where we are is that the immediate incentives for people who run the biggest systems, people who run hospital systems, people who run pharma companies, for instance, um, people who run insurance companies, the immediate incentives are not to listen, to listen to a show like an arm and a leg and think like, I'm going to solve that. Like, that's my next thing that I've got to do. Which isn't to say that like, Anybody in that position might not be listening and might not think like, oh, I really want to. That's not the way their, their job is structured. And it's so hard. I mean, it's just, you know, like, if you ask me, like, have I got a better sense of how things work? I mean, like, you know, one thing that's clear is like, it's even more complicated than I thought.
1: Complicated even for people working in healthcare. Weissman says he hears from doctors, nurses, hospital administrators, insurance agents, in addition to patients who want to share their stories with him. You can hear more of Weissman's reporting on the cost of healthcare on the podcast in Arm and a Leg, wherever you get your podcast. Coming up in healthcare this week, on Tuesday, a House committee is holding a hearing on a bunch of universal healthcare coverage proposals. There are nine bills in the House on the agenda with a variety of reforms, many we hear about from Democratic presidential candidates, ranging from creating a public option to lowering the age to buy into Medicare coverage and the most expansive single payer proposal, Medicare for All. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a review or rate us in whichever podcast app you're listening on. And you can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
0: Planning for your next trip?